Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right. Seems that we're live. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray for You. Thank you for your patience tonight. Uh, I had a court that just ended just now, unfortunately. We actually, um, because of the pandemic, we're doing court virtually. So this is actually, I actually went to court from my podcast studio here, which is why you got all these, I don't know if you can see all these files and stuff back here and my tie, which I'm not going to wear tonight, and my jacket behind me. Praise report real quick before we get started. Kristen Pettit is joining us, and she always joins us. But as of about like 24 hours ago, that looked really suspect. And no, I don't mean that we were breaking up. Ha ha. No. Seriously, what happened was Kristen Kristen got booted off of Facebook, and it looked like it was a permanent ban because uh, she sends out too many friend requests or some such thing. And, and you know, we tried to create a new profile for her, and they wouldn't let her do that because they saw, you know, they'd use facial recognition technology and she's so beautiful. They're like, okay, well, obviously that's, it can only be Chris and Pettit. So they wouldn't let her back on. And we had to like pray about this because this was like coming against our ministry. And wouldn't, you know, the permanent ban ended uh, today somehow. And so Kristen's able to join us. Praise God. And we're so very happy for that. So here's what I want to talk about tonight. I want to do another episode on the relationship series. And yes, I know that sometimes I do these series is out of order. Guess what? I just kind of do them as they come to me. All right. You want to do the darkness series tonight or you'd rather do the relationship series? I want to do that one. Okay. (laughs) We're going to do because typically when I'm doing these sermons, it's either that I've learned something from my own experience or I'm preaching to myself. And this is going to be the first one of those. This is something I just kind of learned over the weekend. And it's important. It's the three R's to every successful relationship. Okay. And the three R's are recognition, repentance, and receiving of forgiveness. Okay, I'm going to go over those in a moment. Keep in mind, the reason we do the relationship series is, yes, I want you to have a great relationship with your partner. Why the heck not? I mean, if you're going to listen to to preaching or anything like that, if that's what this is, or if you're going to go to church, then it should have some application to real life, right? I mean, nobody goes to church just to hear some kind of esoteric sermon on, you know, on, on something that's got no real world application. You know, I've been reading actually, Chris, in the, in the book of Joshua lately. And, you know, there's some great stuff in there, but there are entire chapters where it's just a land survey. It doesn't really have any great application to my life. You know, this group had this land up here. That group had that land. I, I, you know, it's not helping me. The relationship series is supposed to help you. But the idea is that there's a huge overlap between your relationship with your partner and other people and your relationship with God. And when you really understand them, you see that God uses your relationship with your partner to teach you how to relate to him and vice versa. And this is critical. So what do I mean by the three R's and what do I mean by recognition and repentance and receiving? Well, recognition means recognizing when you've done something wrong. And Kristen and I, not to brag, but we're especially good about this. And not that we do anything wrong, but we're able even to recognize like the minor things. Okay. Um, you know, Kristen and I have a rule that we never do anything to like tease the other person even, um, because that kind of, that's a, that's a, it's a negative. It brings the other person down. And, and so, you know, if I, 
do that or Kristen happens to do it just jokingly, we're both really good at recognizing like, wait a minute, we said we wouldn't do that. We're not going to do it. You know, we have a rule where every conversation we have together, whether it's, you know, in person or whether it's just on the phone or, or by voice text, we end with, I love you. Okay. We have all these different rules and we do our best to follow them and we're really good at it. But if we happen to break one, we're quick to recognize that. Okay. Kristen is especially fast to recognize it. You know, once she recognizes it though, that's not enough. Then she's very also quick to repent of it. Say, you know, I just did this. We said we weren't going to do it. uh, And I'm sorry about it. All right. That's number two. So you have recognition and then repentance. But then more than that, number three, the first two are no good without the third, which is receiving forgiveness. If you've repented, you can't beat yourself up about what just happened. You got to get past it. There's nothing that hurts relationships more, nothing that gets in the way of good relationships more than feelings of guilt. Okay. And this is true with your partner, but it's also true with God. God wants to separate you as far as the East is from the West or separate your sin, I should say, as far as the East is from the West, right? He wants to bury it in the deepest ocean. I did a podcast, uh, a sermon about a month or so ago called God is not an angry police officer, which I think a lot of people misunderstood. And all I was trying to say is, look, God is not there to see how many times he can catch you in sin. God is there to separate you from sin. It's Satan who's called the accuser of the brethren. His job is to trip you up. His job is to try to indict you in front of God. God wants to separate you from that and forgive you from that and cleanse you of that as soon as possible. The enemy, the accuser, wants always to label you as a sinner. And he uses guilt to do this. Oh, you can't come back to God. You know, you know what you know what you did yesterday. You know you used profanity. You know you watched a movie you shouldn't have watched. You know you told a lie. You know you looked at some images you shouldn't have looked at, that sort of thing. God wants that voice to shut up. He wants you not to listen to that. He wants you to repent of it, recognize what you did, repent of it, but then receive his forgiveness or else you can't move on. I see this with couples too. You know, it, this 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 thing where like people feel like if they hold on, if they just beat themselves up more, it's somehow healthy to the relationship and nothing could be further from the truth. If you've done something wrong and the other person's forgiven you, accept that they've forgiven you, build off of it and move on. But don't don't you start with the oh I feel so bad I'm so terrible I'm such a horrible person because you can't have that kind of negativity in your relationship because then you're building off of a position of weakness when you need to be building off of a position of strength okay you can't have anything between you and your partner even if it's something that you're holding on to in fact the things that you hold on to are a lot of times even worse because really let's be honest we tend to we tend to conflate things and make them worse in our own minds than they really are. So this is just a short message, but it's one that I think is one of the more important ones because so many people hold on to sin and never move past it. I spoke in the in the uh, last episode we did about, you know, people who are suffering from addictions and how one of the problems with with groups like AA is they, they tell you, well, you're a recovering alcoholic. And I say, no, you're not recovering. You're cleansed. You're free. You know, let it go. Okay. That's receiving God's forgiveness. And I want to say one other thing, actually, and this is a little bit out of order, but it just occurs to me as I'm sitting here. The recognition thing is not only very important, but there are a lot of times that God will cause you to recognize things that actually happened a long time ago. I, and I'm just feeling this right now as, I, as, as I'm, I'm giving this message. It occurs to me a couple of weeks ago, I did the Vengeance series, and I talked about how out of nowhere... 
I started thinking about someone who had hurt me like six years earlier. And I started, you know, having that feeling of, oh, I'd like to get back at him. There was no reason I had to have that thought. But I think what was happening is God was reminding me of it and saying, look, you still have this thing here. You still have to get rid of this. You still have to forgive this person. It was like he was bringing this up so that he could remove it out of my life so that he could bless me. And so, yes, I recognized what happened because God brought it up. Okay, I repented of it. And now I receive God's forgiveness. And so in your relationships, I suppose, and I'll end with this, it's good not just to recognize something when you do it, but you should also be asking God, God, show me other things that I can recognize that maybe, you know, I did wrong in the past. And maybe I didn't even think they were wrong um, or I might not even think they're wrong now, but maybe God, it's something you didn't approve of. And that's true in your relationship with your partner. Ask it also of your relationship with God, because you, you don't want anything in there that's going to interfere with building the, the most amazing relationships you can have with God and with your partner. All right. That's my message tonight, which is oh. pretty good considering I just finished two and a half hours worth of court. I don't have anything on my teleprompter and I'm just trying to do this off my, off the top of my head. Woo! Thank you. Let's, you know, that was Rickard's relationship rules. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> three R's with the three R's. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Yeah, you know that is so good. I, I, so many thoughts when you're saying all this that are, and you're pretty funny too. You're, you're very funny. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, it's true that you have to. It's, it's definitely a two way street. You're, you have to receive the forgiveness for yourself, but the other person has to receive it as well. And for instance, I feel that not only it goes both ways, you, when I come up with something where I say, oh, I shouldn't have done that or whatever, you are so good about receiving that and not letting me, you know, bring myself to that place where I'm beating myself up. The other thing is there's a lot of things like that. I feel that the enemy uses as a mask or a disguise and we think our good things, but are very toxic things, such as beating yourself up sounds like, oh, I need to put myself down for what I've done. Instead, that's self-pity, which is a very dangerous, dangerous thing. We don't put it in the same category as a lot of other sins and things. Right. We think, you know, um, false humility, another one that you always say. Yep. You know, you don't put that. You think it's a, it's actually like a a, a good thing in a way is what we think in our minds. God, the enemy has us so, um, you know, so deceived in that way. So, so important, but I love those rules and I, I just think they're great. Yeah. Well, you know, self-humility, what the, what the enemy likes to do is he tries to disguise one thing as something else, the, the false humility, stuff like that. And a lot of times, um, when people are beating themselves up, they think like they're repenting more. Like, I have to feel guilty about this. I have to self-flagellate. I have to punish myself. Jesus bore all the punishment that we need. So we don't have to punish ourselves. Our job actually is to get past this punishment mentality, this crime and punishment mentality, and into a grace mentality, which isn't to say that you can just go live however you want, like grace is a license to sin, but it's freedom from sin. Okay, it's freedom from its consequences. And so instead of beating ourselves up, which is inconsistent with what God wants us to do, we have to receive, we have to receive grace, we have to receive forgiveness and build off of it. That's right. Because in all of those instances, it's really building yourself up as the idol, yourself up as the God instead of God himself. What did I say that was so funny? Oh, I just before when you're like, 
this happened. And if you su- suspect that we are not together and, and then you were talking about the, your tie and everything, it was really funny. I don't know. It's just your, right. your quick wit. It was good. Uh, okay. It is so hot in here. Under all these, I've been sitting under these studio lights now for almost three hours. So it's a little bit warm here. You're the feel one feeling interrogated, right? Yeah, seriously. All right, Chris, um, give me a fair. Go pray for us, will you please? Okay. Lord, yes, thank you. I just want to thank you, God, um, for <laughs> just a major praise report, getting my Facebook back up and uh, doing that miracle, Lord, and all the miracles you're doing for me and everybody listening to this, God. Whatever it is, we always get to that point of desperation. We try everything else first, and then we realize we should go to you first in prayer because you're the one who can make things that seem impossible possible. You're the one who can break through and defy the odds, Lord. You are that you specialize in that. When the world system says one thing, you specialize in saying, uh, superseding that, and saying the exact opposite. Lord, we thank you that we don't have to look inward to ourselves and be in a place of depression, of self-pity, of putting ourselves down, of, of looking down and inward. Instead, we look towards you, the lifter of our head. We look towards you and we wear the robe of Christ and we put on your grace. We put on your humility. We put on your peace, your love, your joy, your faithfulness, your self-control, your generosity, your everything, God, that you are, your healing. God, we put on you. We put on your royalty. We are your chosen people. God, you died on the cross because you didn't want to be separated from us. Because you wanted a way to make a way where there was no other way. You said, I will go through the most excruciating pain and the pain, the loss of my son. And he will bear everything physically, emotionally, and take on the entire world. And we'll do anything. That's how much you loved us. I will do anything. Because you knew that we were imperfect, Lord. And because you did that, let us not let you have done that in vain, Lord. And you have victory over the grave. You have the victory. Yours is the power and the glory forever and ever. Lord, you have conquered the grave. You've conquered death. And we live in your life and we live in your abundance. But let it not be in vain, Lord. Let us every day live in your presence. Let us every day, we are a part of you, Lord. You are the vine. We are the branches, Lord. Let us bear your fruit. And let us every day, Lord, when we do something that is that is just, we've messed up or, or just inconsistent with what you would have us do. Let us come to the throne of grace with confidence and repent and receive, God, what you want us to receive. I'm just remembering that receive was my word. Every year, I come up with a new word in, in January, a word for the year. And I remember one year in particular I was feeling restless. I was feeling not at peace. I was feeling, Lord, I need you. I need you. What what do I do? And I saw a sign, a literal sign. And it said, I was actually in an amusement park. And the sign right before me, as I was just asking the Lord, said the word receive. And I knew God was speaking to me and saying, I need you to receive. Receive me and receive everything that comes with me. 
when we are in Christ, we are supposed to receive all of that. So God, let us receive. Let us not be distant to you, but receive your fellowship, receive your power, receive your miracles, and receive everything that you want us to have in this life and beyond into eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. Great, great job, Kristen. All right, let's get right to the prayer request. Guys, again, sorry we started late. Kristen, why don't you kick off with the two in red and then I'll do the uh, yellows. Okay, I do not have them in front of me. I know I emailed them to you. So um, I actually can kind of remember them by heart, maybe. No, I'll just, I'll read them to you and you pray for them, okay? okay? Anla, listen, and she actually wrote us like three messages. So she says, her husband beats her. Her husband takes her daughter, Ama. She's only 10 months old. Um, and then King Fisher also says, pray for my girlfriend. So two different relationship ones. So Anla and, and, and King Fisher. Lord, I, I just pray for Anla. Lord, I pray that you come into that situation. Find a way for her to be able to get out of this situation, God. I just, I just pray for a safety net. God, you are her safety net. Be a safe haven for her. Get her um, the the help that she needs to be able to get out of that situation in Jesus' name. Give her the confidence. Give her the support. Give her the, be her rescuer. Lord, you rescue us, God. You rescued us on Calvary. You rescue us every day, Lord. So give her safety, God. Be her safe haven, God. Rescue her and her daughter from this situation, God. And, and, Make that man come to Christ. Make that man come. Nothing is impossible with you, Lord. I ask you that you would help him to come to Christ, to to repent and and to receive you, God, and to receive everything that you want him to have. But God, in the in this in the immediate time, however you would go about this, Lord, help help her to be able to get the the safety that she needs, Lord, and that family, Lord, in Jesus' name. And for King Fisher, we pray for his girlfriend. We don't know exactly what's going on. But God, I just pray for her emotional and mental and physical stability and their relationship. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, great job. Uh, I'm going to pray for some people now who are having sort of spiritual needs, starting with actually a live prayer request from uh, Nikki Darienzo. says, pray for me to know the Bible more. Falaki says, please pray for me. All my sins will be forgiven and to conceive again in Jesus' name. Harrison prays for spiritual growth. Sarika prays for prayer. Well, first of all, by the way, as far as your sins being forgiven, that doesn't require uh, us praying for you. That requires you praying for you. Uh, and we'll say the call to salvation at the end of the show. And you just all you have to do is pray with Kristen and your sins will be forgiven. God, we pray for Nikki that he knows the Bible more, make not just knows it more, but just show it to him in, in deeper levels and make it real to him and make it real in such a way that he can apply to his life and help other people apply it to their lives. We pray for Falaki, that Falaki can conceive again in Jesus' name, and we pray that she accepts Christ and that uh, all of her sins are forgiven. We pray for the spiritual growth of Harrison. I basically pray the same thing as I prayed for Darienzo, that he learns the Bible more and that it's real to him. And we pray for Sarika, who doesn't say what exactly she wants, but um, God, you know what her needs are. And we know that you're there to meet all of our needs through your riches and your mercy and your goodness. So we lift all these people up to you, God, Nikki, Falaki, Harrisons, and Sarika. We pray that you um, you just uh, come closer to them and fulfill all their spiritual needs. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, Kristen, we have uh, for the families now. 
I can't hardly read this. Margaret says, please pray for my family, friends, and children, and the elderly. That's Margaret. Francis says, please pray for my family and my nightmares. And Bella just says, please pray for my family. So Margaret, Francis, and Bella. Lord, we pray for Margaret, Francis, and Bella. Lord, we pray for Margaret's entire family and her legacy, her family, her friends, everyone within her sphere of influence, Lord. Just like the prayer of Jabez, Lord, enlarge her influence and her territory and just bless everyone in that in that scope. Lord, we pray for Francis, Lord, everything going on. Lord, we pray that you would just deliver and give peace, peace to mind, peace to body, and peace for his entire family. And for Bella, Lord, we ask for prayer for her family as well. God, come in and intervene in the situation of all of these three people, God. And be, Lord, you love the family. Just be the family. Be the father. Be the mother. Be be every family role. And just give reconciliation and unite. In Jesus' name, amen. I'd like to say hi to some friends of ours, Evangelist Razak Gill. Uh, God bless you, sir. Good to see you. Nala Nambantolo says, wow, this is a very profound message. Well, thank you, Nala. I appreciate that. Our friend Juanita Brock joining us. Good to see you, Juanita. And uh, Joso Calaxtro says, God bless you. God bless you too. Good to see Ruby Ruby Villar, uh, Dave Doland, and a bunch of other people who we're going to get to in a moment. Starting with, I'm going to do the financial prayer request right now. Bijendra sends us, I think, our most ambitious prayer request so far for money. She says she wants, or he or she says, wants to start a five-month Bible training center, and they need land, and they estimate the construction cost will be about $90 million. So that's fine. Uh, Sonia uh, is praying for her brother to get a job. Miz is praying for a job. Sarah says, please pray for my son, Daniel. Everyone in his office was promoted except him. Please, pr- I know that feeling. Please pray for his promotion too and, and great upliftment. And Robin's praying for jo- a job and good health. God, I don't see anywhere in the Bible where you ask us to pray for small prayers. In fact, I will tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, that my greatest spiritual strength throughout my life and probably Kristen's too, is that she and I know how to pray big prayers. And we're going to pray a big prayer right now for Bajendra. But God, what is $90 million to you? And if, if that's if, if that's what you have, if that's what you want this person to have, then God, I pray they receive this $90 million to start this five-month Bible training center that they need. I pray for Sonia and her brother. I pray that her brother gets a great job. I pray that Ms. gets a great job, and so does Robin. We also pray for her health that she's fully healed of whatever she's going through. I pray for Daniel, which uh, Sarah's son. God, we know that ultimately you are the great promoter, that uh, you know it, it's not up to man to promote us, that you promote us. And so, God, I pray you promote Daniel to a higher level with you. And for Junior God, he says he prays for his school fees and other things concerning education and their health in Uganda. God, I pray that you will provide for his school fees, that that won't be a problem. I pray that he excels in his education, and I pray for his health and the entire country of Uganda, which, by the way, I happen to know is is very much into witchcraft. And so we pray against that spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Pettit. (laughs) We got four prayer requests that have to do with health here. Shirley's got high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. Saba's daughter is not doing well. Mm Mm-hmm. Joey Senna is in a coma at the moment, and his family's running out of money to support him. Mm. 
and Angel has Angel's grandfather has lung cancer, and also asks that we pray for Angel's husband and her to be able to get the house they're trying to get. Mm-hmm. Lord, we thank you for these people. We pray for Shirley, Lord, that you would heal her from head to toe, Lord. You would heal every every part of her body, God. There's nothing that you can't do, and there's nothing that you aren't willing to do, God. You want her to be healthy and whole and heal, and all of these people, God. I pray that her body lines up with the will of God. I pray boldly for that. For Saba's daughter, who's she says is not doing well, I pray for the heart of that mother, God. I pray for her distress, Lord, that you would just come around her and her entire family and just give them the peace they need, Lord. Lift them, Lord, and from the weight of them feeling crushed by the enemy, Lord, you, you were crushed for our iniquities, God, and, and you have taken on all of that. And I just pray for her daughter to be healed in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, for this young man who's in a coma, Lord, this young man, Lord, there is nothing that you can't do. I command his body to, to line up with the will of God. I command his, his, all the functions in his body to start working the way they're supposed to be functioning in Jesus name. I command his eyelids to open. I command his breathing to go back to normal. I command all the functions of his body in Jesus name. I command him to to come awake in the mighty spirit of Jesus, just like Lazarus, who was, you know, even more impossible of a prayer who was actually um, deceased. Lord, you you said, Lazarus, come out. Well, we say to this young man, we say, come out of this coma in Jesus' name, in Jesus' great name. For Angel and her grandfather, Lord, we pray against this lung cancer in Jesus' name. We pray against the spirit of cancer, Lord, in, in all families, in Jesus' name. And we, we pray for their finances and for her husband. In Jesus' name, God, we just pray your blanket of healing physically and emotionally. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's finish up here. I'm going to pray for Omega Cisse, who says, pray for me and my for my wisdom, understanding, and financial breakthrough as I pursue courses at university. You know, if you're praying for wisdom, you could do worse than to read the book of Proverbs. There's a lot of great prayers in that for wisdom. I would start there. Gerald Gibson says, please pray for me. I'm able to stay sober for my family and myself. Gerald, you might want to watch the message I just did on Monday on overcoming addictions. Actually, I think that would be very good for you. Uh, Paul says, pray for my ministry in India as we reach the tribal people who are in fear in fear and are scared. And Moon Noble says, please pray for the visa process. And lastly, just coming in right now, in Denalio Cleopas says, pray for me. I don't like my dreams. We're getting a lot of these dream-related prayers out of nowhere, uh, Kristen, all of a sudden. Yeah. I'm going to pray for all these real quick. Father God, we thank you for Omega, for Gerald, for Indalio for Paul and for Moon Noble. We pray for Omega's wisdom, his understanding, his financial breakthrough as he pursues a course at his university. I pray that he gets the highest marks, uh, Father God, and that you are elevated through that, that you know you are honored through that. God, I pray for Gerald Gibson as he, he fights to stay sober. God, just point out that, remind him, who the sun sets free is free indeed. And it's not always an instant process, okay? In fact, did I do this, Kristen, did I do the addiction one on Monday or was it last Friday? Ah. Monday, because I think, oh, I don't remember. I don't either. I think yeah, Friday I think so. we did, I think I Friday think... We did uh, power-ups or some such Yeah, I, I think it was, no, Monday was power-ups, I think. 
I think you're right. Friday was addiction. So yeah. I apologize. Gerald, go watch the Friday one on overcoming addiction. I apologize. But the point is that who the sun sets free is free indeed. And actually, the power up episode that I did was also a good one, too, because it, it points out how a lot of times things are gradual. OK, and then you have to build up. You have to just constantly build up your muscles. So, Gerald, Father God, we just pray that Gerald just stays sober and that real, he realizes that he has been totally set free of this in Jesus name. By your stripes, we are healed. God, we pray for Indaliano's, in, I, I'm sorry, in, in Dalio's dreams. God, yours, you said, come to me, all ye who are heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. You promise us rest. And so, God, give this person rest. And by rest, we mean without disturbing dreams. Let her focus on you, on all, you know, Kristen, what is that episode we did where I emphasize the importance of filling your mind with positive things? Um, oh, for the life of me, why am I drawing a blank right now? It was like, be careful what you put into your body. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. I just don't remember the name of it. This I don't is remember like- it either. But in Dalio, it's, it's an important one. If you go back and, and look it up, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, but that was a good sermon for you. And basically the idea is you, you have to, the Bible says, for whatever is honorable, whatever is noble, whatever is decent and holy and righteous, focus on those things. Okay. So Father God, we pray you give her total, complete rest. We pray for Paul's ministry in India. And we know that he's going out into dangerous areas. Um, and a lot of people there are in fear, but God, ours is not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. We pray for Moon Noble, that the visa process goes well and, and without any hiccups. We thank you again for, for bringing Kristen back and bring her Facebook account back so we could do the show. And for yes. Yoba Zokop, I hope I'm saying that name correctly. He says, hi there. Please pray for me. I'd like to achieve all my dreams. Yoba, God, your word says you, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. All things who through Christ who strengthens us in Jesus' name. So Give this person great dreams and help him achieve those great dreams in Jesus' name. Amen. And Dahlia, listen, here's what's going to happen, guys. Kristen's going to say the call to salvation right now. And uh, so if anybody's asking for God's forgiveness and wants to be part of the kingdom of Christ, this is how you do it. Just repeat after Kristen. While you're doing that, Kristen, I'm going to go quickly look up on my spreadsheet the name of that message I did for uh, in in Denialo Klepas. Okay? Okay. Go right ahead. So if you've never accepted Jesus, this is your moment. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, let us know, comment on the video, or send us a message. Yeah, and for uh, Miss Cleopas, and it's just easier for me to say your last name, it was actually the video, it was the first video of our uh, anxiety series, Kristen. It was oh. the one that aired on July 13th. It's called Overcoming Anxiety, Focus on What is Good, Worthy, and and Holy. Uh, and the, the verse... I quoted in that was Philippians 4, 8 says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things and the peace of God will be with you. 
So, Miss Cleopas, that's my prayer for you tonight. Philippians four eight. Just go watch that. Uh, go watch that uh, show we did on July thirteenth. I think that'll help you a lot. All right. Thanks for joining us tonight, guys. Listen, I'm sorry we were a bit late. Um, like I said, I had court tonight. Uh, it, I'm glad that we got to see. You know, we don't do as many of the live ones because of you know logistical situations with Kristen and I. And I know we do a lot of the recorded ones, uh, especially you know the Monday ones and Friday ones, just because of the way our schedules work out. But we want you to know that we keep all of you in our prayers. We very much enjoy the live shows on Wednesday. We enjoy you guys just writing in and being able to pray for you. Um, but we, you know, the recorded ones are just as important. We we get all the prayer requests, all the ones that you guys we comment on posts or where you send us messages. We read all of them. We pray for all of them. And um, we're very grateful for your continued uh, support and your continued prayers. We hope you're getting a lot out of these guys. If you are, please do us a favor. Um, and do the other people a favor too who'd be, who could benefit. Please share the videos, share the page, invite your friends to like the page. In fact, there's a way on Facebook you can invite all of your friends at once to like the page. That would be very helpful. Um, and uh, that would help spread the word because really, again, Chris and I don't get paid for this. We're just doing this because we're trying to help people. And we're trying not just to spread the word of Christ, which is really important. We're also trying to show people how the word of Christ will help them live now. It's not just about going to heaven and not going to hell. That's great. And I'm happy about that. It's also about having your best your best life now. And that's really what a dying and suffering world very much needs. All right. All right, guys, listen, thanks for joining us. It's always an honor. It's always a pleasure on our end. We'll see you on, I guess, Friday. I'm losing track of the days of the week now. See you on Friday, 730 Eastern Standard Time. As always, until then, be blessed and be a blessing. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.